June 6, 1994 is the 50th anniversary of D-Day, the Normandy invasion, also known as Operation Overlord. 156,000 men landed on the beaches of Normandy before dawn on June 6, 1944. Warm Springs tribal member Elder Arthur Mitchell, 73, was only 23 when he served in the U.S. 3rd Army, 30th, 80th Infantry Division, 319th Infantry Battalion under General George Patton. Mitchell served in five major battles. He served two years and 11 months before his discharge in 1945. He was decorated with five battle stars, was awarded a bronze medal after the war, combat infantryman badges, and also two combat medic badges. Art Mitchell is returning to the 50th anniversary of D-Day to the beaches of Normandy, where he will receive a commemoration medal as a special anniversary gesture by the French. Art will receive his medal in full buckskin regalia, including his war bonnet, on June 6, 1994. Well, when I was a participant in war, I had no choice, you know. But now I'm returning as a peacetime citizen. It's something I've looked forward to. I see pictures of the beaches where they're nice and green, grass growing. That'd be something different. Where we laid in the water, about half of the time could not be able to move forward. The Germans were too well fortified on a beach. We took one of those concentration camp in our struggles. People were dying every day, starving to death. Could we kick it to kick a barrack door open look like just just their eyes was moving. It was terrible. Most of them were burned, but they saved enough of the bones. There was a whole trail, a flatbed on a tree that were just skeletons. They were going to the soap factory, be made into soap. So those prisoners really had a drop. In my squad, I had just one Indian. That's, that's my own squad. The squad leader, 12 men. I looked out for those 12 men's life. 
had just won. He stuck pretty close to me. He was a Sioux from South, South Dakota. He got the nickname Crazy Horse. That's what all the others buddies called him Crazy Horse. It may have been true what he said, but they named him that anyhow. He said he was from the Crazy Horse clan. Either they built that big monument on her in the Sioux in South Dakota, out of that big mountain. And of all people, I met one soldier from here two times, Orville Danzuka. I met him in Oklahoma City when I was on pass. And I met him over in Germany when he was overseas. Something odd, you know, out of millions of GIs, you get to see someone you know. The units that had been from usually came from the southwest, like the Kiowas. Comanches. I missed my good friend and buddy one day. I don't know whether he got hit, got killed, got wounded or what. Never did find out. Another buddy, he was from California. He was Mexican. Oh, and Hillbilly, I call him. He was from Kentucky. He was a real hill, hillbilly. I wasn't living here when I got drafted. I was living down out of Reno. But, uh, but my draft board was here. When you registered for the draft, you had to give a home address, and that's where you're you were drafted from. Because I try to say Reno, and he said, you just want to get out of it, he says. Take us another six weeks to process you through Reno. Whatever you guys think. I came home. My grandmother, who was Eddie Cushenoy, they had a little service for me. Give me an eagle feather. I put it in a little Bible I had, which the Church of the Nazarene in Madras gave us. So I carried them all the time with me. Down to Portland. When we got sworn in, they asked me what denomination I was. I told him I really didn't belong to any church. I belonged to the Indian 
religion. He says we can't put Indian religion on your dog tags. So he asked me what churches we did go to. I told him, well, I went to boarding school and we went Presbyterian Church. Uh, he told me, Presbyterian Church, you, you're a Protestant. So I went in the army being a Protestant, which is the same as Presbyterian, I hear. There was one, one ceremony done for three or four of us, I don't remember. It was up in some Nashville, that's when they had the barracks for Longhouse up there yet. You know, they used to have men working from Boston here, and then it was their barracks. They made a Longhouse out of it. They helped held the scalp dance is one and only time I see them do that. They got a regular song for that scalp dance. I mean, just the old folks knows it. They had real human scalps, I don't know where they got them. Maybe they had them put away all My great-grandmother, Ida McKinley, and my grandmother, Eddie Cushenway, they got us to dress up in our regalia and dance, warrior's dance. They still sing that song. Oh well now. Warrior song. 